You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. Hey, it's your boy Tom here and we are back. <laughs> Damn. So this time he wants to blow everybody's eardrums. Blow everybody's <laughs> fucking eardrums out. What the hell is wrong with you, Ty? Y'all, y'all been talking about my energy, so I had to I had to bring it a little bit heavier today. You know, each week getting a little bit better. <laughs> Shit. And we are back. You <laughs> had to step away. With another episode of the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast. How was your weekend, fellas? Man, I'm. You know what? I I'm gonna hijack this. I I got to hijack. That doesn't this. surprise us. We, we are always hijacking the podcast. I, I I mean I I got to. This is why I got to hijack this part of the show. Because I'm trying to figure out. First of all, Jack Dorsey is the Twitter CEO. His first tweet sells for two point nine million dollars. I'm trying to understand what the hell is NFT. I mean, it, I don't even know if I'm saying it right. I'm I'm trying to figure out because I'm just like, damn, a first tweet sales for two point. I could just go on there, Photoshop that, and do anybody know anything about it? So an NFT is a non fungible token, which makes zero sense in my eyes as well. Uh, but I think everybody's trying to move digital into like blockchain and cryptocurrency. And that's why everything's blown up. To me, it makes zero sense. So basically what it is, whether it be a highlight, whether it be a text, whether it be a tweet, it is encoded, put on a blockchain, and you're the only one who has ownership of it. That's an air quotes because uh, I don't believe you're actually the only one. And I like some people are doing different things. So like, um, I don't know how to say his name, but Sharam Shambo or something like that. One of the golfers, he's selling NFTs, but it's hand signed digital work. That's only he can, that only person gets is the person that buys NFT. So there's no other people that can get it. But when it comes to like highlights and stuff like that, like I know a LeBron dunk, uh, was sold for a lot, which makes zero sense. I can go on YouTube and rip the same exact video off of YouTube, save it on a hard drive, make a hundred thousand copies of it. And I own all these copies of that same exact thing. This person paid hundreds of thousands of dollars for it does not make sense. The only way it should make sense. If anybody was going to do it would be if I paid $250,000 for a highlight, everybody has asked me for permission to use it. Then Is that, that not dumb? how this works? No, That's it's not. How not. It works. Because it's still on you. All these stuffs are still on YouTube. You can still find the tweet if you wanted it. You can still find the. That's first what I'm saying. So, so what's that's, that's what why saying. I'm trying to figure out. Well, how the hell does it, he make two point nine million dollars on something that I can just go screenshot? Zero sense. <laughs> right. It makes no. It's just like digital cards. So right in the trading card world, which just now recently, they released digital cards, which are basically a card that's online that you get no physical copy of it. You just get to have a digital card you can trade and sell, and people love it. I don't know why. You can trade, trade and sell digital cards. It makes zero sense. I, none I none at all. It, but I guess everybody's trying to make everything where it's technical. Everything's everything's online. You don't have to worry about it. It's, it's going too much technology-based versus just – I, I still want like my own artwork. I want to display it in my house. You can't display it NFT. I guess you can put a TV up and put it on the TV, but again, that doesn't make sense to me. It just I don't I don't agree with NFTs. I don't think it makes sense. 
blows my mind. There's another thing that uh, uh, the NBA partnered with the people with NFTs and stuff, and they're allowing like videos and pictures to be sold that have the rights, but they don't. It's still not enforcing. They can still be used by other companies and shown. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense in my eyes. It it, it doesn't make sense in my eyes either. Hell, two point nine million dollars for something that I can go. I it still it blows my mind. Uh, I I I don't understand. Has it hurt the card world though? Because we know that you're in the card world. Has it affected that? No, because digital cards they're they're popular, but they're not super popular because you have so many. The only people that are liking the digital cards are the newer people. The older people that collected previous, they hate it because they want the physical copy. I want the physical copy. I want to have the card in my hand. I don't want to just pull it up on the internet or in Google and look it up. That just doesn't make sense. See, you can hear his passion behind this. Well, topic, you know, this is what, all him. well, you know, my understanding is that because of you know the pandemic and the whole uh, idea of people eliminating the face to face or the you know, the uh, sending of items. That's why NFTs are becoming so popular is because it's instant. So it's kind of like... I don't give a fuck what you're trying to say right now. I'm not saying it makes right sense. Now. I'm Bro, just saying that's what people I, are saying. 2.9 million for a I tweet agree. that you could have went You don't start I that. I didn't agree with you. I'm just telling you what I'm reading as to why these things are becoming more popular. And, that's, and then, you know, because Mark Cuban's talked a bunch about it on his Twitter because they've been... You know, I don't know if you guys have heard of Top Shot, but Top Shot is like running wild right now in the world of like which again is super dumb right (laughs) it's just like nft but it's the partnered with nba and they sell the videos and the pictures of nba things but again you can still go on youtube tnt and all these stuff will still show the highlights espn will still show the highlights you just get the you get to own it but you don't really own it because people can still use it that's why I don't understand that. If you would have made it where, hey, I own this dunk. I own the Jordan dunk from the free throw line. If anybody wants to use it ever, you had to ask for my permission. Then it makes sense. Yeah, but they don't do that. hella money. Yeah. But they don't do that, though. That's the thing. So, like, it, I don't understand the pro- – I don't understand why you would want to pay that much money for something you can get for free or see for free. I just don't – it doesn't make sense. You know, speaking of the NBA, I, you know, that, that, that was your lane, Gary. You know, I, I gave you that. <laughs> I got to come at time, and this is why I got to oh, come at time. God. This is why I got to come at time. The Brooklyn Nets just mm-hmm. signed. Uh, they they signed, uh, uh, what is his name? Marcus Aldridge. And LaMarcus Aldridge. Right. They they signed both of those guys, right? And the first comment that I see is, is man, that's a lot of guys that go against one guy, which is LeBron. Which I don't agree with that statement. It is a absolutely horrible assessment because LeBron James, on all the teams that he played with, had a nice surrounding cast outside right. of Cleveland. But Kyrie Irving was his guy. So no, and they're Kevin not. Put, they're not Kevin Love. Yeah, we're not. What, what we're doing is, is we're not saying that Brooklyn is putting together a super team to go through LeBron because LeBron is not what's standing in their way. You know what I'm saying? That's not who's standing in their well, way. Well, LeBron is LeBron, standing in their way. Then LeBron, he goes and get Andre Drummond. He got AD. He got Kyle Kuzma. He got Dennis Struder. So when you say, <laughs> when you say that LeBron is doing it by himself, or he making these other teams go super team, nah, that's not what's going on. What it is is LeBron has formed one, and everybody's forming one to go against him. So what it is is, is I saw this as this: 
LeBron James and the L.A. Lakers are the, how would you say, Justice League of Marvel Comics. We the, the Avengers, baby. DC. Brooklyn, Brooklyn is the <laughs> Avengers. You see what I'm saying? No, I'm, that, you, you didn't let me finish while you tried to cut me off talking about that Marvel. That's Marvel. I know exactly what I'm talking about. But Justice League is LeBron James and his team, and the Avengers is Marvel over here in the Brooklyn Nets. And y'all talking about they're the same. No, they're not. There's not even not even close. Well, here's the thing. First of all, Time never said that they were doing all that to beat. Because actually, when I see people post that, I think it's ridiculous, too, because to ignore – the fact that LeBron has AD on his team is just asinine because obviously he is a great player when he's but able to play. But you try to ignore it all the time. You oh, try to ignore it all the time because LeBron got him another one as if he did it by himself, bro. Well, I don't say that, but I, I do think that LeBron is the most important player on that team, which is true. Y'all try to act like AD's better than LeBron, which is where I take issue because it's not true. I've never ignored his teammates. Eight, so last year in the finals, AD did more for the team than LeBron did oh, in the finals. He true. carried the that's, team. That's, that's historic because Kyrie Irving did the same thing. So it's, it's just, just not true. It's just not true. <sighs> okay. The, stat, the stats say otherwise. That's the, the problem. The stats actually argue with me. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. So, I mean, Boy, especially with Kyrie. Especially with but, Kyrie. But go, but go but ahead, though. I, I digress. What I'm saying is I don't, I don't think that they're building this just to beat LeBron, but – LeBron with AD and that Lakers team are definitely who they are trying to beat. And let's just call it what it is. LeBron raises the level of his team like nobody else in the NBA right now does. It's just true. Because LeBron has been to the finals how many years in a row, ex- excluding last year because they didn't make playoffs because he got hurt? Like, come on now. Like, there's, there's, there's something to it. He switched, made it to the finals. He made it to the finals in the East for however long. And you got people like Giannis who carried his team last year, won MVP, didn't even make it to the Eastern Conference Finals because it's not as easy to make it to the finals as everybody wants to act like it is. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Because he had nobody else on the team, but no big deal. Uh, he got Chris um, Middleton as an all-star. Again, again you, don't, you don't like saying they Kevin Love's an all-star, yeah. Chris Bosh is an all-star, but you want to say Chris Middleton's an all-star? He is. Yeah, Bro, he is 100%. I'm, I'm, listen but he's not listen to what player. he's saying. He's saying – in so many words, what everybody else is saying, that people are forming super teams to go against LeBron because LeBron, whatever team he's on, he's going to the finals. That's what he's basically he has, just he said. Build a super yeah. team, correct. Yeah. So, so again. But why can't, it, like, last year, everybody said that the Clippers were a better team and were going to beat LeBron and AD. They didn't even make the Western Conference Finals. Everybody said that Dame Lillard and the, the, the Portland Trailblazers, I think even D'Angelo said that was going to be who won the finals last year, and they couldn't beat him. And so I don't want to hear all this now that LeBron's got a stack team when step-by-step step, people always doubt, like, oh, they're going to lose to them. Oh, now they're going to lose to Jokic and them, blah, blah, blah. Everyone likes to hate, but then once he wins, it's like, oh, well, his team was stacked. They were going to win either way. When all along the way, people were saying that they're not that good. They're going to lose to the Clippers. Oh, they're going to lose to the Trailblazers in the first round. So you can't have your cake and eat it too, fellas. I know y'all like to do that around here, but I'm not going to let you. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say the Lakers don't make the championship year this year. It's going to be the Jazz or the Clippers. Okay, see, that's what I'm saying. And I'm willing to bet that. Okay, Ooh. bet. What we bet? I bet, bet hundred on it. We got, oh. we got, we got hundred on it. Let's do it right now. Y'all hear it? Done, <laughs> Done deal, good. sir. This is the first bet made in podcast. Hey, you the sugar on this? I know you're rich. No, I ain't rich, man. Uh-uh. <laughs> I, I'm, hey, I'm, 
I'm day by day over here, man. I'm, <laughs> what I'm trying to figure out. So this bet is good. This is a bet. That's good. So what? But, hey, so if, what if, if they it's lose neither to of those three teams? teams not the, yeah. Right. If it's not those two teams that eliminate it's them, it's a push. If right. if both team, if neither team makes it to the finals, it's a push. Oh, so you you got a better you got a better eyes than he does. I do because right. I have two He's teams. Got two teams. But uh, I got LeBron. He has LeBron. So really, that's all you should need, right? Right. It's LeBron. Oh, uh, this is crazy, hey, bro. I'm, I'm gonna put this caveat on it because this is one. If LeBron or AD gets injured, I don't want it. Ah, oh, no, bro. You know, don't you do the same thing. We can't thing. wait for injuries, bro. I, that's I a part of the game. Help that they, they're injury prone, and my teams aren't. Bro, you so weak. You so weak, time. <laughs> well, that's it. That that oh, so you're saying LeBron can't do it without AD? That's what you just basically said. If, if anybody from any of the teams get injured, I, I'll no. even if it's the team, I'll take so it. I got out. a question. No. So you, but you're basically saying that LeBron cannot win without AD because if AD gets hurt, you don't want the bet. That's right. what you're I mean, basically I'm, saying. I've never said that LeBron could win by, without AD. We've seen that they're a way better team, and I'm not going to act like the Jazz aren't a really good team that will be tough to beat. I am not some like LeBron. As much as y'all want to frame me as this, I'm not some <laughs> so LeBron. You paid yourself that. Here's what here's my ideal situation. I would love to see. And if, if the Lakers can go through all three of this, I, I would love to see. I don't foresee it's gonna happen. I think they're gonna play each other. I want them to see, I want them to beat the Nuggets, I want them to beat the Jazz, and I want them to beat the Clippers. I think one of those teams are gonna play each other, so you're not gonna have to worry about it. But I would those are the three best teams, I think, right now, other than the Lakers. And I just want to see if they can do it. If LeBron and AD and the Lakers go on this run, say they just beat all three of those teams you said, and they beat the Brooklyn Nets fully healthy in the finals. He's still not what? the greatest of all time, but I, I, I've never said that he's not one of the best. I just won't think he's hey, Jordan. Gary, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. That's a mountain. If he does all that, bro, I got to give him something. Because that's a lot. I've never said he wasn't like the – but again, he's the same thing. What if the Nets don't have their best players? We don't even know if the Nets are going no, to make it. He said if the they have all their best players, he's talking about right. no injuries, everybody good. He do all that, bro. I got to give him something, bro. Yeah, you can give him that. He had a great season. Correct. Oh, I don't think he, he's still not passing Jordan. <laughs> oh, at this, hey, at this point, Gary, you just don't like LeBron, bro. <laughs> just, uh, okay. If he do all so, that. I had this conversation with somebody yesterday because everybody's made a big deal about LeBron passing Jordan in points and Kobe in points and all this, right? Well, it took LeBron 16 years to pass what Jordan did in 13. Uh, and imagine if Jordan – and imagine if Jordan didn't take two years off in the middle of his prime and then not retire for three more years. Ooh, if he would have played all those years straight, all of it's going to take LeBron 25 years to pass anything Le- Jordan. Oh, here's the thing. facts, Gary. You keep doing that. Oh, now. LeBron do. is, first of all, LeBron is not a score first type person. He's not known as a scorer. Michael Jordan was known as a scorer. LeBron, I'm sure he passed MJ in assists and rebounds way before MJ uh, 13 years up. But the yeah, other thing that LeBron people – Jordan is not a he was not he's not a big guy like LeBron is. Right. So and LeBron's not a scorer like MJ is. So to compare is unfair. So you but can't everybody compare wants one area and then not oh well we can't compare in that area because no. LeBron's a big man. Again, and in, in Jordan's career he averaged six assists. LeBron's averaged eight. So there's not a huge difference there. Oh uh, that's a that's a big difference, the average oh, for oh, come two on, assists. Stop. Stop it. No, no, no. Like two assists over your career. If, if, that's it, was, a big if it was two assists versus eight, then yes. But two ah, and eight, six and eight no. no. I'm saying, but like for a career average, two is a big number because you know how many more 
per yeah. game you have to have to have two okay. whole. Right. Up. But let me yeah, finish real I quick. Agree. I agree. Jordan didn't need him because he still won championships and didn't lose. Right. That's I a mean, fact. Nobody's going to deny that. And I've never even said that. If you think that Jordan's the goat, I'm not going to argue with you because you can have that. I, I only argue against people that say that Kobe's better than him or anybody else. Because my thing is, oh, it's you either, always say LeBron is better than or, or Jordan. Right. I, I do. In my mind, I think LeBron is the goat. But if I've always said, if you we can check the receipts. If you think MJ is the goat. That's fine. That's on you. I'll argue why I think I'm right, but I'm not going to say that you you are wrong. But here's the thing that people like to bring up this whole retirement in the middle. Imagine if he didn't retire. If he didn't retire after watching the final dance, I'm even more solidifying this. If he didn't retire, he would have been so worn out because he even mentions how mentally worn out from the game he was. I don't think he keeps that same fire. I don't think he gets six rings because he – was he was drained? He had to leave basketball because he was getting tired of basketball. It, hold on, it was more than just that though. It was also his father was right, killed. Right, but, but so it was more than just that that was putting a strain on him. But yes, basketball played a part. But it was also a tragic family member dying. I hear also, that. I hear that. so yes, I understand. I I don't hate him. I'm just saying. Imagine if he didn't. He arguably wins eight straight. Right, but my thing is on the other side of that. What if he is? so drained from basketball and he needed that relaxation and that is what caused him to be, be able to have the fire to win three more if he stayed in the league who's to say he doesn't burn out after two years because his next two years are 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 too demanding on him and he's drained and he doesn't even win three more because he's got so i'm just saying the same way you say what if this way i can say what if the other well, way my only reason why I'm saying that is because if your argument of oh, longevity has to mean something he chose true. to walk away he did not he did not get forced away because of talent. He chose to walk he might away. Got forced and away retire. because of gambling, but that's neither and, here and, there. and retire and <laughs> still so put up numbers that now. it took the players over oh, uh, 15, 16 years to pass. Right. And I'm fans saying that so many lows. <laughs> I'm not saying that MJ had the all-time high apex. If you if you know, because that's obviously you can't argue with that based on the accolades and the stats that he put up. But at a certain point, the longevity and how like Name some of the other people that are in LeBron's uh, draft class. Carmelo Anthony, what's he? He's like he's a bench role player. Yeah, but he's a bench role player at best. Kyle Korver, three threes, and he maybe gets, what, five to ten minutes off thing. And I think that's about it that's left in the league. And you have LeBron that is still in the MVP contention taking teams to the finals after this many seasons. <sighs> It's, it's got to mean something. And, and you know what? It, it really <laughs> doesn't because, you know, he always has superstars to help him get there. Okay, but then why, why doesn't Carmelo? He has superstars around him. Why ain't Carmelo able to take a team to the finals? Carmelo doesn't get that chance to. <laughs> because he ain't, he ain't good enough anymore. Well, that. I'm not saying – I'm never saying LeBron's not good. I'm just saying he's not the great like Look. you think because he needs help. Everyone needs help. Look, bro, this is going to go Jordan. back and forth all Jordan day. I'm not – <laughs> Let's talk about Jordan made Scotty. Go ahead. Since, you since we're talking this. about the MJ, since we're talking about the MJ thing, I'm gonna ask you first, Gary. Then I'm gonna ask you, Tom. Out of the Space Jams, Gary, which one do you think is going? I don't be- even need to see the second one. It's gonna be so bad. I, you think oh, it's gonna okay. be bad? You, uh, well, you- well, the fact, just the fact that you want to be compared to Jordan so bad, you decide to re make a sequel to his original movie. That's terrible in my eyes. Like uh, why, why don't you create uh, your own time, movie? You gotta wait your turn. I'm, no, I'm saying like why don't you create your own type of thing instead of trying to piggyback off what Jordan already did? That's my thing. That's oh, my I, thing. Is like you're just trying to, I don't know. I know he's he he obviously they, liked Jordan growing up, but I'm right. just saying he likes to be 
compared and then he, he's trying to make it where he is the greatest of all time by the way he plays and all that kind of stuff. But now you're just trying to piggyback off of, oh, he had Space Jam. I'm going to make Space Jam too. So you, so you, don't, so you don't think you don't think that it's going to be so much better. You think I, I, you think it's going to be so much better? But did you yeah. like the 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 way the characters are, like the difference how they? I mean, obviously they were sexier in the first one. I this it's okay, one, Lola Bunny over here. <laughs> that this that they kind of they caught it, brought it down in the second one. Do you think the storyline? Because I, I mean, obviously I don't know what the storyline is going to be. So we, I, we don't I, know I, what the storyline is going to be, but we we know based on the first one, it's kind of like how Jordan childhood was and like how he was raised. So it's going to kind of give you a little mini doc of of LeBron James. I'm just asking but, you, but the like difference, the thing is, like with those, it was interesting. Jordan got cut, had to make it. LeBron was always named the king from 14, so it his story is completely different than what Jordan was. Oh, so it's not. I don't think that's as interesting. As Jordan's beginning, just because Jordan had to prove something versus LeBron was Wait. given it right away because of his talent, rightfully so. Yeah. Okay. All right. Which so, I think actually speaks so more top, for LeBron. So top, top, top is not that your turn. That he was able to wear this crown for that many years. He's been on top, the top. Top. It's not your turn yet, bro. Right, it's man, not man. your turn. Go ahead, it's man. not your turn. <laughs> this is gonna be a fair fight, okay? So, <laughs> so after, so you said it's not gonna be close to the first Space Jam. I, we get most the, sequels we, aren't. I'll get the, and, the, and that will hurt it because most sequels aren't as good as the original. So, do you think if LeBron was to make this movie first and then Michael Jordan, it'd have been as good? I would say Jordan's was probably not be as good because it sequels usually aren't as good. And movie wise, I'm just basing it off of movie right. terms, not of who's. You just that. basing it on just it being Correct. a sequel, not yes, the fact that it's are LeBron very hard because you know what to expect for the most part. You and know, it's basically be a recreation of the same thing. Okay, and well, and because he didn't go through any hardships, you stop at time. Yeah, so I think I think the the beginning <laughs> of the story is is not going to be as interesting because it they harped on him up on the like the upcoming and stuff like that. You really can't do it. George or LeBron was king, crowned at like twelve, fourteen, whatever. So like, there's not that's not intriguing to people. It's not like okay. a oh this guy's going to win it and it become great, all that kind of stuff. And then okay. you had the aura of Jordan. He never lost, so you you bring in LeBron. They they might lose he threw now. That out there, they might lose. They might lose. Ooh. Oh my god, he's hey, done it. Okay, Gordon didn't okay. do that. Okay, okay, so I, I like you what you did there, Gear. Okay, Tom. Wow. So I'm gonna ask you the same question. Which would Tom. be an amazing twist. Yeah, I I'm, I, I'm I don't think LeBron signs up for that movie if they say, "Hey, you're gonna lose." Though. So. <laughs> so I'm gonna ask you the same question, bro. Out of the Space Jam one with Michael Jordan and the Space Jam two, a LeBron James, which one you think is going to be better and why? Well, here's what's gonna it's gonna be hard is it's gonna depend on when you're seeing it. If are you seeing it as a little kid and this is your first time seeing Space Jam, or are you seeing it as a grown person that watched Space Jam as a little kid? Because not already is not only is LeBron up against the whole sequels are harder, but he's going up against childhood of somebody that's watching this movie. You're going up against the nostalgia of Michael Jordan, which is what he goes up against in arguments against MJ all the time. People want to be on Michael Jordan's side because they grew up watching him. They love him. It reminds them of their childhood. And so they have a connection. So they have a people have a connection to Space Jam. I love Space Jam. And it's going to hurt people even being able to accept this new Space Jam because people are mad they're making a Space Jam too. So you already are... Right? So <laughs> 
he's already up against all of that. So the movie could be a hundred times better. It could be Snyder Cut versus normal Justice League, and people are going to say, oh, that original was fire. F this Snyder Cut because I don't like it. Uh-uh, Gear. Uh-uh, Gear. Uh-uh. You had to turn already. You had to turn already. So, so I'm saying is, you know, personally for me, I'm gonna watch the movie and 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 accept it for what it is, and I'll I'll give you an honest opinion which one I like better. I think that LeBron does have the advantage as far as he's been in movies already before, and I want to say that was MJ's first movie. I'm not exactly sure, but at least LeBron does have some acting under his belt. But as far as like, he, <laughs> as far as let me just call it what it is. It is a thing. Like it is he, a thing. He, he did some voiceovers in Smallfoot, so you know he's he's been there. No, he was also <laughs> in that movie with John Cena. What or was it John Cena? Where he, yeah, come on. Anyway, uh, well, he was in there like three minutes total. Hey, yeah, hey. yeah. You had no, your turn already. You something. had your that's turn. Something. So all that to say is, I don't think it's going to be accepted just because he's going to go up against all of that uh, already preconceived hate because of people loving Space Jam in their childhood. Okay, so with that being said, are you okay with the changes that they made to the characters just in itself? Because in the first Space Jam, they were Lola Bunny was sexy. Right. Like everybody was everybody was nice. Mm-hmm. And now you're looking at it like she was the best. <laughs> she's the, why, she was the best. Why are you saying everybody like there's multiple characters that got changed? You mad now, about Lola? Just call it. No, I'm just saying, man. You know, I, it was some other stuff that got changed too. Oh, Don't try what? to just pinpoint me what, on Lola. What, Don't you what do else this? got changed? What else got no, I, we, so we going back. We going okay versus the new characters. The, man, you know Lola Bunny. Man was the Jessica Rabbit of of of. I agree. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So to dumb that down, or not necessarily dumb it, dumb it down, but you know that was a poor choice of words. But to to scale it back, I, I mean, I don't even know what you scale back, but I mean, it was just she's not nice. Let's call it what it is. She's not as curvy right now. Well, I think the biggest thing, like. There's there's athletes of all sizes and everything. So there there are athletes that look like Lil Bunny. There are athletes that look like her as she is now. That's just part of it. Like I don't think you you just trying to you're generalizing generalizing it when it could have just everybody's different. Everybody looks different. Like I don't know. It's it's a different situation. It's but again, hey, yeah. I'm, it's whatever they want to do. They're they're creators. I think like you said though with the uh, movie. People that grew up watching LeBron are gonna think it's better yeah, than what yeah, Jordan. Yeah, you just you just hijacked this man. We let you talk about no, the money. Did you go, go you back? Said it was his over. time's not. It wasn't over. <laughs> he was still. Okay, we're over this. Let's go to the next topic. I'm over <laughs> no, this. No, we're well, going to. Man, uh, I'm allotting him the same amount of time that uh, I gave him more than I did. Good, we're good. I think we're good. I wanted to bring up something because D'Angelo, you mentioned earlier, you're back to your Jordan shoes because you thought that Gary brought some good points. Speaking of shoes, I got something I got to ask y'all boys about. Now, this kind of came out around last week, uh, kind of like right around the time we did our podcast last week, so we didn't get to get to it. But I feel like it's too big of an issue not to address. And I'm going to see who's trying to play devil's advocate and tell me why these Lil Nas X shoes are okay. (laughs) If you hadn't seen it, Lil Nas X put out some devil shoes called Satan Shoes 666. Uh, they have a drop of human blood in the shoe, and Nike actually dropped a lawsuit on Monday, the same day that the shoes dropped. So they're trying to distance themselves because, I mean, I've seen so many people talk about that they're 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 uh, boycotting Nike for putting this shoe out, and you know Nike's obviously trying to do their best to say, hey, hey, this was not us. Somebody took our shoe and rebranded it. Uh, so what do you guys think about this Satan shoe? 
Okay, so I, I got to speak from two sides. From a sneakerhead perspective, because I collect shoes, I'm a shoe collector. From a sneakerhead, con- to get this shoe right now would be absolutely fantastic and amazing. It was only 660 made, and they cost $1,000 each. And the reason why they cost $1,000 each, because like Tom mentioned, they was rebranded. So they didn't get the shoe at a discount. They kind of got them at a regular price, did what it did they wanted to do to it, and now they're selling. The price was so, actually a Bible verse. The, the exact price was like, whatever. I don't remember the exact Bible verse, but it, say it was like Matthew 10, 18. They, they cost $1,018 based on uh, Okay. All right. Yeah, so that's even, you know, going. So from a sneakerhead, con, con, like, just like the shoes that um, that, that they released – a couple years ago, they had the Confederate flag on them. When they stopped production of, not Confederate flag, but they had, maybe it was a Confederate flag, I'm not sure. But um, they had the back of the, the flag on the back of the shoe. That shoe right there, immediately when they stopped sale, they were going for like 15 grand for you to get them in the aftermarket. And people were buying them. So they just made, they bought them for $60, because that's how much they had cost. Nike had stopped the release of them. They went up to 15 grand, and you just made a basically a $15,000 profit on a shoe that all you had to do is if you would have ordered it early and got it. So from a sneakerhead and collector point, you want this shoe. But from a moral point, and if you're a Christian and you believe that there's any kind of God out there other than the devil, then you don't agree with the shoe. <laughs> you don't agree with it at all. Everything about it screams satanic ritual. Hey, let's, uh, Go get a Ouija board and see if ghosts really exist type stuff. Like, this is what this is on. This is, it's an insane shoe from a morally perspective part. Uh, not from where it came from, but the fact of what it stands for. I just don't think it fits. So my question to you is, would you get them if you could get them? Yes. Because <laughs> the shoe collector, the shoe sure. collector in me won't, like, is way stronger than anything else. Because my defense would be it's a damn shoe. Like you buy, we buy shirts all the time with villains on them or people getting stabbed, killed, shot, and stuff like that. This is no different from anybody else, whether it's belief real or fake. So that, that was, that's my whole argument. And to, to Time's little pun he had, I will 100% play devil's advocate. Because oh. I don't think there's an issue with the shoe. People have their own religious beliefs. We're allowed to create Bro, what it's we a want. drop of human blood in it. That's that's okay. Some people do that. Who are you, who who is anybody to say that they're wrong? That's the that's my whole thing. Devil's We're advocate. telling you right now that that's wrong, Gary. You're not listening. You're not <laughs> fucking listening. No, it's wrong. You say bro. It's wrong. The, the the person that the person that's bloods in it was allowed to do it. He he. They wouldn't force him to do it. He chose to do it. It's his thing. And that's the thing. Is like we we hate cancel culture. We're trying to cancel these shoes. But you hate cancel culture. This, that's what you're trying to do. Well, it's not you that we disagree trying to, with what it thinks, what well, they stand it's, for. It's not. It's not that we're trying to cancel the shoe. This. This is. This is what I'm trying to. This is from my understanding. And and when I say we're trying to, we are trying to cancel the shoe. We sure. we absolutely are. The shoe collector and me don't want them to cancel it, but the other person and me do. Um, however, this is why I have a problem with it, and this is why I have a problem with Nike, because. If I'm allowed to purchase a T-shirt that's a blank and then put my own messaging on it and you allow me to do that, if I put some messaging on it that you don't necessarily like, how are you going to sue me instead of saying, hey, you know, 
we don't like the messaging on your shirt. You need to change it because I see you can go you you sell them at wholesale all the time to companies so they can put their branding on it. So what makes it different? Because Lil Nas X did it. Granted, that that's the only problem that I have is, is that how do we know that these wasn't blanks? Nike okayed them after they sold them. So I'm 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 under the impression that if you sell me something, regardless to what I do to it, it's it's mine. Well, and that's my, that's my reasoning. So like there are t- there are millions of people out there that aren't religious. This has no bearing on their thoughts or anything. They don't care about the shoes. The people that are caring are the people that are religious. And so like they're having an issue, which is understandable because it's going against what they believe and you're supporting something that they don't like. So I understand that. But to, to disregard the people out there that aren't religious, that this means nothing to them, that they wanted to choose, why? It's their opinion. Just like they, it's your opinion to believe in something, it's their opinion not to believe in it. And like you said, I think the issue with Nike is they left the Nike check on it. So that's what they're trying to sue for copyright infringement. But I'm pretty sure this company, the same as that company, has done other shoes and let the Nike check and they didn't sue. So I think they're going to have a hard time in court of getting that to be okay because they left Nike checks on other alter shoes, but they want theirs taken off on this one. I think that's where they're going to have an issue because because it didn't agree with your message. Now you're right. disagreeing with it. I think that's where they're going to lose that part of it. It's going to be interesting to see how it goes. But again, that that whole thing, they're not targeting Lil Nas X because he's not the one. He's promoting it, and I right. think he helped design it, but he didn't make the shoe. So they can't bro. really target him. <laughs> they're called the Lil Nas X's, bro. No, I agree, and but I, he but he didn't make the shoe, so he, they can't sue him. <laughs> I, I understand what you're saying, and and I agree with everything you're saying. But come on, bro, you walking around with satanic shoes on? You don't know. How do we not know that the drop of blood is not from a serial killer? How how do we not know that it's from like a slain gun or something like they that? They said it was. They said in the I, I read a report on that. They said it was from volunteers inside of the project, and they collected the blood like using uh, same thing you use to read your blood sugar levels, like a, a prick machine like that. So it's not like it was some, you know, ritualistic. They didn't just, you know, we're going to draw blood and just <laughs> and put it in there. Right. So not, but here's the, here's the thing as I think that was interesting though. And it's kind of uh, something I wanted to put out there for people that may have beliefs and um, actually be on the side of, well, you know, I believe in God, you know, uh, Lil Nas X brings up in his tweets that, you know, part of why he did this is because, um, the video, obviously, he was trying to promote his music video. He was dropping his song that he was dropping, and obviously, it worked very well because it's number one on YouTube and Spotify right now. But he said that this video was supposed to represent the fact that his whole life growing up, because he was gay, he was told that he was going to hell Correct. and made to think that you know he was lesser than. And so my my thing is now is like, if that's how this person feels growing up this way then Christians have missed a mark somewhere in this man's life to where now is it your fault that this video has, you know, because is it our fault as Christians as a whole, because we're not showing that love that we're supposed to uh, show that God and Jesus showed to others that way that we made somebody feel this way. That's all. That boy time is preaching, boy. I hear you over there, man. You just (laughs) swung this whole thing on the Christians. Boy, you are un. Believable, <laughs> missing the mark. 
You took Lil Nas X and you used him as a mortar. I like it. As a mortar or a, mortar a martyr? Or martyr. Martyr. Both. As a martyr. Both. It depends on who, what perspective you're looking right. at it from. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, so obviously, and you know, the thing about Satan is and devil worshiping and like uh, the satanic rituals, I, I think that even people that don't believe in God necessarily, Still believe that there's something out there and don't really want to approach. Hold up! Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold up! Hold up! This is a serious question because it just really just hit me. The answer to this question for me is no. Time, you don't say nothing, Gary. I got to ask you this question: Have you seen the little Nas X video, Gary? The new one, no. Time, because you went into detail. Have you seen? Yes, so I went. So I, we, I, whenever I brought it up, I was educated on topic. Oh, that's what you use. Okay, all right, but go ahead. You go ahead and finish. Just make sure I, I hadn't ever seen it. No desire at all. I will watch it after this. He gives now, the devil so. a lap dance in it. Okay. He get he gives the devil a lap dance and then breaks his neck and steals his horns as if he's assuming the crown of the prince of darkness. Okay. But what I was getting I at is interesting to see people break down the video because I bet he has so many metaphors in the video for oh, sure. different ways he was treated growing up and all that kind of stuff. And that's how what I, that's what I was. That's what I was asking. Yeah. Like, right. did he go through and kind of because of if that was the message he received on like, hey, this is so he lap danced with the devil. Obviously, if that's the case, he broke his neck, took his crown because now he just conquered his fears in terms of coming out. I, well, I would say this. I would say it's more of like he was vilified growing up. All right, you want to vilify me? I'll become the villain then. Right. I'll become okay. the guy you think I am. You think I'm going to hell? I'm going to own hell then. Yeah, that's oh. that's and one of his tick. I, I think it was a TikTok he put out. He's like, y'all been telling me I'm going to hell my whole life, and then when I actually go, get mad at me. <laughs> like, uh. wow. But what I was getting at with the whole Satan thing is like even people that don't necessarily believe in God or want to have a relationship with Jesus, they at least have some concept or feeling that there are greater beings out there and don't want to approach the Satan devil uh, side of things. So I think that's kind of why you're garnering all this hate is because it's not just coming from uh, godly people come from people that just don't want to have that negative juju around them at all. Ghosts and demons. Well, well, there you go. So just saying, I don't believe in those like, I'm, that's why I go do all the ghost hunt stuff. I don't believe I'm, I'm not, not worried about something following me or doing anything. I'm not even going to go into that. But <laughs> what I am going to go into is I'm going to go into this because y'all are, I, I'm I'm not even going to touch that because we've heard how you feel about that and you're doing WPS. We ain't going there. We, we're going to keep moving on. We're going to talk about something that's really serious in the 17 game season. And when I heard something about it, it came up because Alvin Kamara, he said, dumb as hell. That was the only tweet that he sent out. And everybody was like, oh, what are you mad for? You get paid for this, you know, blah, 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 blah. I don't think people understand how long a 17-game season is for these players. And for the NFL to tell guys like, hey, we want to protect you. We want to make sure that, you know, you're able to do this or do that when you're, 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 you get older. And then later to find out that you add another game and say, hey, you know, you guys play, you know, four preseason games, you know, 16 regular season game and three or four uh, uh, um, playoff games. And then sometimes, you know, you play in a Pro Bowl is 
but you put all these games on you, but you don't want to add a 17th game? What's the difference, Gear? So my biggest issue with the whole thing is anybody commenting on how hard a season is, if you've never played in the NFL, you have no right to comment on how hard it is on the players because you don't have the slightest clue. Oh, right. honestly, hot. No, that's he the truth, though. Hot, like, hot. You can't say, oh, you play – in, in preseason, the starters play three quarters one time. They might play a quarter of the other games. You're not – so it might accumulate to one game during preseason the starters actually play. So you saying that, oh, we're going to lower it to three preseason games versus four does nothing for the starters. That Now they got to play a 17th game, which is 100% the whole game, everything. It doesn't matter. Like It just doesn't make sense because now unless, – unless they're having two bye weeks – then there's something totally screwed up with it. It should be two two preseason games if they're going to do it, not three. There should be two bye weeks. Again, and everybody that comments on, oh, you get paid big for it, yes, we do. We 100% did, but we're also risking our life every time we go out there and play because right. people have had injuries that you can't walk anymore. We are knowingly doing that to entertain everybody. Mm-hmm. It's not, and, and we're getting paid for doing that, for risking that. It is, and it is also... A six billion dollar entertainment industry every no, year. No, so, no, 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 no. It's ten now. It's ten. Sorry, now. okay. You didn't see that? Sorry, it's I underestimated 10. it. So it's yeah, ten it's billion dollars a year. Yeah, um, they just signed a new so, TV deal. I so want to make much sure we money. Get right. So that's why we get paid what we do because of how much money they bring in. But again, if you have not played professional football in a sixteen game season, you have no right to talk about how hard it is because you've never done it. Until you've done it, you can't comment on it because it's the truth. You don't know. Just like I can't, I can't comment on somebody that builds houses on how hard it is that for their job. I've never done it. I'm not going to say their job's easy or their job's hard because I don't know. So the fact I, that's what bothers me when there's so much stuff. Oh, you do all this stuff already. It's still another game can tear your ACL. What then? If I didn't have to play that game, I wouldn't have to worry about it. I have a risk of getting another concussion. We have to deal oh. with CTE more than most. Gary woke that's up and chose violence. I it's, see it, you know, Gary. It's just, it's just, it's just, it happens all the time, and you see it all the time. People always comment because they think they have the right to do it, and you don't. Yeah, you have a right to say what you want. doesn't mean it's right, and don't get mad if players say it's wrong. The only issue I have with players talking against it is y'all voted it in. That's the right. You voted it in. I said way back when we had this last year when they were doing this eBay, you do not need to accept this deal because you're allowing them to give them a chance. You're giving up too much and getting nothing in return other than really getting allowed to smoke weed. Who cares? Like it's, to me, that's not a that's a that's not a big trade off versus what you were getting having to give up. <laughs> so I, I feel like all the players should just get high on the 17th game and just play. <laughs> <laughs> That would be hilarious. Like that would be. Everybody has to be high. Everybody got to be high week 17. Like, this the high that game, right? That would be a right? whole different game. It would be. This the high actually, game right here. Actually, it wouldn't because there are a bunch of players that probably already do it. So, go, Gear. Don't you do this. Don't you do this. We oh, we both know players that did that. Come on. No, I don't know any player. I'm telling y'all right now. The NFL is squeaky clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you, Gear? Who admitted he did it before games, and he'd go out and catch 200 yards receiving. <laughs> man, that's just he was just saying that, man. You know, you have that one that claims something that's really not, so they hey, can be the bad boy. Josh Gordon's an amazing player. Is, he definitely screwed not- of all that stuff. He definitely should not have been out of the league and all that stuff because of smoking weed. He was in a, a 
playing with them, watching him play was outstanding because he did it effortlessly. Like you would see Randy Moss running around. That's how Josh Gordon looked when he ran. Here you played with him. Was he that good? He was. And that's the, that's what hurts me because in his prime, because he smoked weed, he got out ostracized from the, the league, which is dumb. Makes zero sense because he smoked weed. There's nothing. It didn't affect him or nothing. He was great. I, I just it really. Bro, I play with I play with Steve Smith. I play with um, uh, Antonio Brown. I play with Le'Veon Bell, exceptional receiver out of the backfield. I play with uh, Tay Wheat, uh, Wheaton. Um, bro, none of them compared to Martavius Bryant, bro. This dude was insane, bro. Insane. I, I, he was even like, I, I don't even know how he does this. He's even when the ball is in your hand. You're just like, oh, okay. But it's he goes and get the ball. Like wherever Ben throws it, he's going to get it. I've never seen anything like it, but it's all D balls. He took a slant to the house against Arizona. You know, when I was in Pittsburgh, he couldn't stay on the field because of marijuana. But most exceptional receiver that I ever played with in my life. And I'm only saying that because you seem to feel the same way about Josh Gordon, bro. He was he was amazing. He just he got affected because of that. He and I don't think it should have affected his career. And he said it himself. He was high sometimes playing games and he's go for two hundred yards receiving. I don't know what you're saying and how that's affecting you just because of it, it's a, the image they want to keep squeaky clean. Everybody knows different. You're just trying to put on something that's not there, which is dumb. It made zero sense. But again, my whole point was the players voted did it on there, so they can't be too upset because they didn't vote against it. So players yeah. playing now, yes, you, you can be upset about it. You, people, there's going to be more injuries. I don't agree with the 17 games because, like you said, NFL always preaches safety, preaches safety, but you add another game. That's not safety. And they try to tout it as, oh, we're going to take away a preseason game. That just affects the guys that are on the bubble. It does not affect the starters or the guys that are going to play the majority of the game. It does nothing yeah. for them. Well, I'm just going to let you all know, it's not like I'm a boycott or not watch the 17. I'm still going to watch the damn football. Just like just – I'm just letting you know we just don't agree. Gary ain't gonna watch it, whether even if it was a 12 season game. He, <laughs> I don't want to watch football anymore. No. Yeah, I just want to let y'all know, like, yeah, I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna groove to it. They can go to a 22 game season. I'm gonna still be mad as hell, like that's stupid, that's dumb. But I'm still not boycotting. I'm tuning in. <laughs> I'm gonna be a so, part of that two so, billion dollars. So, time as as a fan, what is your opinion on it? Because Obviously, it gives you more opportunity to watch football, so I want to hear your opinion. Well, I mean, let's just call it what it is. My opinion is obviously going to be skewed because of, you know, being friends with you Fuck guys and hearing you. Fuck the players. <laughs> well, no just, no, just from, like, being friends with you guys and hearing your side of it and just all the conversations we've had. Um, so I've always been on the side of the athletes, you know, kind of even before you guys, but especially after knowing you guys. But I feel like for the average fan that doesn't – that thinks that NFL players are overpaid and over, you know, uh, underachieving athletes that whine about nonsense, you know, they're going to think that, okay, this is what we deserve is more games. We deserve to be able to see these players play more because we're paying to see them. And, you know, I don't I – I think the fans are going to love it um, until – I think the fans are going to love it until their favorite players start getting hurt more because this extra game is going to start to put more wear and tear on people's bodies. It's going to cause, you know, people to miss more games because 
hey, there's more season or there's more season to get to the playoffs. I'm going to rest up more that extra game probably because I'm trying. It's all about winning the Super Bowl. It's not about you know winning these pre or these regular season games. So I think it's going to lean you more towards people resting. So I think at the end it's probably not going to be as good a product because you're putting people out there like let's call it is like football is pretty much a barbarian sport as far as you're laying y'all's bodies on the line for entertainment and you risk like you said injury you know god help us death because you know we've seen it happen and so it's just there's measures you can put in place to make the game safer but the nature of these big athletes running into each other at full speed there's only so much protection you can give them so it's going to be dangerous so i think I mean, as a fan, you're excited because you get to see more football because everybody loves football. But obviously, I see your you guys' side of it. And like Gary said, he's been calling for over a year now that this is one of the dumbest things they ever agreed to. But hey, you live with you live with what you do. So, so my one last thought on it is, uh, if they, I don't know if they're adding an extra bye week or or not. If they're leaving it just a bye week, are are pays going to be? Over 18 weeks now? Is it 17 weeks and then you don't get paid for your bye week now? I'm interested in how they're going to do that because I haven't seen anything on it. And is it going to affect our players going to eventually get paid more now because of it, which fans won't like anyways because they don't like when players get paid a certain amount now. So are they, they deserve to get paid more if you're playing more games. But I'm interested in how they're going to do the pay scale because if they did two bye weeks, are you going to get paid over both bye weeks? Is it going to be over a 20-week pay period now instead of a 17-week pay period? So are you getting paid less per year now? How is that all going to break down for more work? I'm interested to see how that all folds when we when once everything breaks down. Right. And, and, and you know, I agree with you guys there. And it's, uh, it's hard to say, but D'Angelo, we learned one thing about uh, Gary today. And that is, he does not have enough West African in him to not be a snitch. <laughs> I didn't snitch on anything. What else snitches on? get stitches. When I said earlier we was a squeaky clean league, you should have left it there. But too many players that have been called up already, buddy. There's no I don't squeaky give a squeaky damn, clean. bro. You don't just never deny the end. Till you die. You deny till you die. But, <laughs> but I do want to get. I do want to move on because I know we have muted time two weeks in a row. I think it is finally time we address his thoughts and what he wants to talk about. I know we've muted it twice, so time, let's go. You can start it off. Let's go. Listen, we've been talking about a lot of really hard topics today, so let's get to another one, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, Deshaun. (laughs) Yo, boy. Yo, transition, boy. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> Listen, Deshaun wow. Watson, I've been wanting to ask you guys, because here's the thing. Let's just call it what it is. I'm sure that you guys get warned about the potential for, you know, people taking advantage of you uh, in the NFL as a pro athlete, that money vultures come from everywhere. And I'm not trying to say that that is what these women that are accusing uh, Deshaun Watson of this are, but it is very unique timing that – Deshaun Watson is asking for a trade. Um, that's very unique. The fact that the I believe I haven't fact checked this myself, but I've heard that the attorney that is bringing this case up against Deshaun Watson happens to be the neighbor of the Houston Texans owner. If that's true, that's very unique. Um, and they're all civil cases and not 
criminal cases, which you would think that, you know, if this is something that's going on and you have all this evidence that that would be something you'd want to do. But all that to say is, do you think that this is a ploy to, and, and you know, it's hard to say because obviously you don't want to lessen the, the fact of what these women are saying. Um, but just from a pro athlete side, what does your spidey sense tell you when it comes to the situation? Do you think it's a ploy to defame Deshaun Watson or do you think, because this is the two scenarios that pop up in my head. One, this is a, a ploy to defame Deshaun Watson because, hey, you want to get out of town? We're going to make you untouchable for a year or two so you lose a season. Or two, it was true. The Texans knew about it, but they did their best to cover it up because, hey, this is our franchise quarterback. Well, now all of a sudden you don't want to be our franchise quarterback? Okay, we're going to bring all this to light. And so all of a sudden now you're screwed either way. My thing is, where do y'all think the truth in this situation lies as the more information comes out? Okay. Uh, I don't I don't really know how to attack this conversation. Uh, this one right here was really tough because I've been in a position, I've had three or four female masseuses over the years of me playing. And I always ask my masseuse, I started off with the male. When I was in college, we had a male masseuse, and I asked him the same question. And that question is always, have you been massaging a woman before or a man before? And they tried you, and every one of them, man and woman, said yes. Every one of them had a, a, one of them get tried because the person that's underneath that blanket that you massaging is naked. So when they break down the story and how they got tried, it's more like it's it was more or less listening to their stories. Somebody took a shot like, hey, you know, you can massage on down a little bit lower if you want to. And the masseuse was like, nah, I don't do that. And it kind of moved on. That's usually how these conversations go that I've had with the ones that I know. And so I, I don't know how often this happens if every masseuse that I've had has a story like this. Right. So it's somebody shooting their shot. So you have one woman where he may have gone too far with uh, that says like, hey, you know, he did this or he made me uh, give him head um, way. Obviously, that's way too far. <laughs> I, again, right. I don't know how that happened, but I mean, that's kind of way too far. So with that being said, now that woman that he just took a shot at like, hey, you know, you could have moved your hand. That was a sexual assault, though, now. But then it wasn't because it was just like any other. But now since you have a history, now my case is pertinent. But again, I don't know what – I mean, he has 19 cases filed against him already. I think it's up to 24 women now. And and, and I, I – not, I'm not saying that he didn't do anything wrong. I'm not saying that he did anything right. I'm saying that if, if the masseuse – when you're when you're getting a massage, whether it's man or woman, when you're getting a massage, you generally talk. And the conversations that come up like, hey, you know, while you're talking versus just getting a massage, you're getting to know the masseuse. Like, hey, you know, uh, do you have a husband or do you have a wife? You know, how many kids you got? You know, kind of talk about your aspirations, just kind of get through and you kind of and through conversations, you kind of get a feel for your masseuse. And your masseuse kind of get a feel for how you is as a client. I right. I don't know how 
and and those lines of communication can get twisted based on the conversation that you have. Because if you're single and I'm single and I take interest in you, then no harm, no foul in taking my shot. Right? I, I mean, granted, the shot is not like, hey, let me put my penis in your mouth. I'm right. saying that that shot may be, hey, you know, and it may not be the greatest of shots, but I mean, it's no different for me meeting you at a restaurant and telling you how beautiful you are and paying for your meal. I think the only difference is the situation that you're in. You're not clothed. You're under a towel and that person's touching you. It makes it, I think it can make the other person awkward and because right. it's a different setting. It's not the perfect, it's not the right setting. It's not for the it, perfect setting at all. There's, there's not the perfect setting at all. But, but here's the thing though, Gary, if it, there's no different from, I, I was looking at something and, and I, I really, I'm going to pause this story real quick and I want to tell you another story. So Como, you know, the, the Senator in New York, he got a sexual assault case filed against him. Uh, in the picture, it looked like he came up, he was hugging everybody and like shaking their hand and kissing the women on the cheek. Well, he came in and he kissed her on the cheek. That's what the picture looks like. But in, because of all these sexual assault cases, he said he came in, he groped her, he pulled her close, and he kissed her without her permission. You see the picture and you just like, but from his perspective, he was doing the same thing to everybody that was coming through when he was greeting them. But from her perspective, she was harassed. So come back to the story that we just we're, we're talking about right now. Like perspectives matter. Right. And everybody has a different perspective of what they True. think the situation goes as. So like when it comes to this whole thing, like you said, you can't, it's, there's 19 cases, 20 cases, whatever it is. It's hard to discredit all those cases. We had yes. like, and you, again, you've got to, you have to understand you have to take in their sides and everything like that and listen. But I think the part we miss is our society. You're innocent until proven guilty. They need to come forward. Yes. And they need to talk about everything and they have the complete right to do everything they're going to do. But again, we should not deem this guy guilty until we have proof of it. And he's, and they figure all this stuff out. And I think that's the problem we have too much in our society is in the public's opinion, you're already screwed no matter what, if anything. It doesn't matter if there's any proof or not. Because this will stick with them. If it even came out, all of this was fake. It all was made up and orchestrated by the Texans. This is still going to stick with them. There's still going to be articles and stuff showing that he had all these things against him. And people are still going to hold it against him. It still will be yeah. done because all it takes is one other person to do it again. And then they're going, oh, well, this maybe some of these weren't lies then. So that's the only bad thing. But again, it... Like you don't want to discredit the women because this stuff could be happening. If it happens, he's a terrible person for doing that. If he's actually doing those things, we, we just don't know yet. We don't know until everything plays out. But I, I do think the interesting thing is why is everything a civil case and there's no criminal? Because I, I know we talked about with the cop and he said we need to talk to an attorney because I don't know the difference between a civil and criminal. Is there Do you need less evidence to get a civil case confirmed and a guilty verdict versus a criminal case because i would think they need the same amount of proof uh but he or proved it when he well i would say i would think you would need the same <laughs> amount no matter what whether it's civil or criminal to prove guilty because that's a huge thing but we he uh, as we had last week with the cop he said that oj lost his civil case but won his criminal case so obviously it's not the same burden of proof in the two different things so it, it's just intriguing. Why is everything civil? 
do they think they don't have enough evidence to prove in the criminal court or is it more it because they say it's not about money but that's what civil course is all about it's not it's about money right. it's not really trying to prove that he did all this stuff so i it's it, it's intriguing it's interesting it is a terrible situation for all parties involved because if it actually happened all the women they they 100 deserve everything that they can get if it didn't happen, it's terrible for him. If some of it happened, then he's bad and they, like, they need to get brought to light. This stuff needs to be brought up. But again, I just think we have to reserve judgment for anything. You can't call the women liars. You can't say he's, he's in the right until we have all the proof and everything's out there. Right now, we're doing so, no favors by just well, reporting on everything without having any facts. I, real I quick, real quick on the law side of it, um, there is a big difference between criminal and civil. Uh, and it's because criminal, you're looking to take away somebody's you know, life. You're being locked up, so which is why the standard of proof is beyond a reasonable doubt, which means like, you know, it's it's it's, uh, you know, this happened. Whereas for a civil case, it's the technical term is beyond the preponderance of the evidence, um, which is it's more than likely that this happened. So it's not nearly as high. It's much easier to clear that burden of proof uh, on the civil but, side. But in civil sides, like in some cases, like, especially if it was like a politician or if it was an athlete or even a normal person, you could ruin their life by this, by depending on the charge that gets thrown out in civil court. So you are ruin, taking their life basically because some people are considered unhirable after situations. Okay. Right. So <laughs> I think we really missing like the big picture here. And the big picture is this. It's a shitty job being a female masseuse if there was 19 women that came out and said that he did this. Because if it wouldn't have been for the one the other 18 probably wouldn't have never said anything that's shitty. And the fact that the people that they deal with are shitty people to even make them feel the way that they feel and not talking about it. Cause if this is just a small number of them, but everyone that I've asked has a story like that. But then again, you think about it from a, depending on how that conversation goes, like it could be interesting. So I'll give you a case in point. I had a masseuse in Pittsburgh. And we would talk and she would talk about how, you know, um, she was single and that she was like dating and and uh, just, you know, just kind of regular stuff. And and she was she had told me that, uh, you know, in between when she was single, it was another one of our players that uh, she was massaging that was hitting on. Him. He was, she was like, I, I think he likes me, but I'm not really sure. And, you know, it was it was a weird conversation, you know. So to think like I, it's just it's that's a that's a weird industry, bro. That's a really so. My weird question, industry. D, you said you've had four. How could it, like why would anybody have eighteen, nineteen masseuse? Like you're using a lot of masseuse if you're yeah, getting all I, these different ones. Like, right, like I yes, had two my whole career that yeah, I used. I had, and, and I had four, and the reason why I had four is because I had I had the one here in Charlotte. She did me forever, but then she moved. She moved to Denver, Colorado, and I was mad at her because she moved. And then I, I ended up picking up another one, and I was like, okay, well, this is the one. Because I, I went to the masseuses where they didn't come to my house. I went to a massage parlor, and mm -hmm. it was kind of whoever was working, and you kind of got to get – Right, so you kind of got to get set with that same masseuse because you kind of like their pressure points, and you don't have to really tell them where to hit because they already know kind of your hot spots, right? So I had two here and I had two in Pittsburgh 
because I had the one and then she ended up moving it and I, I had the, another one. So it wasn't like I was hopping yeah. from. So I got a, a question. A for time, do you ever get massages? I do not. I've never had one. Okay. So my question for you, Deke, is that time can't answer, obviously. Uh, do, were you naked for every massage? Every one of them. So, so I, that was one problem I had with something the lawyer did. He made sure to point out that he got naked for every massage. I've never gotten a massage where I wasn't naked, personally. Yeah. Every, like, every, I, to me, I mean, that's even, a, that most, matters. You got to get naked. Yeah, exactly. I, whether it's guy, girl, massage, I'm naked. It doesn't matter. It just to me that's where you're. You don't have to worry about other stuff. And when you're getting, it's I don't know. For me, it just I just didn't. It, I didn't feel like that needed to be brought to, to light. But he made sure that was a point that was said in something like like it's a like it's something nobody does. But right. every I think most people usually get naked when they get a massage. Most yeah. every I know every athlete I know has done that. Yeah. Well, I I, I do want to propose this though. If he truly did this to these women, then they really need to get paid or whatever they're seeking that needs to happen. However, if he didn't do this to these women, then they need to pay him the amount of money that they're trying to get from him. I just think that's just how it should work. Correct. Uh, I would say they deserve because it eliminate the false claims. Correct. And that, so that's another thing. That's why a lot of people jump on yes. women and stuff and men when they accuse stuff because there's been a bunch of false claims out there that it ruins stuff that actually happens to people. And that shouldn't be the case. People shouldn't be afraid to have to come forward because they're not worried about being believed. Everybody should be believed. But when people knowingly falsely accuse people and then it becomes out, like literally just, I think just last year, there was a woman who accused uh, two two guys in college of, of, of sexual assault, or whatever. And it found out she lied. She admitted she lied and everything like that. And she got put in jail for two years, which a hundred percent she deserved because yeah. they, these kids lost their scholarships and everything like that. And at first there was, they're not getting their, they're not going back to play sports. They're not doing anything like that. And even if they weren't athletes, it still should never happen. And that's the thing. And her whole reasoning was she didn't want the person that she liked that she wanted to be her boyfriend to know that she did this. So she made it up. That, so that's the type of stuff that it ruins things that it, when they actually happen, it makes it hard for other right. people, which you should believe everybody. When they, when they say something happened, you should believe it. But again, you cannot assume guilty or until there's proof of everything and, and all that stuff gets played out because that's, that's the world we live in. We, you're innocent until proven guilty. It's not guilty until proven innocent. So I, and, and I can't prove this for a fact, but, I, I'm just saying this, so I didn't fact check this, but I'm pretty sure that if somebody is accused of doing a crime or not necessarily a crime or anything civil or criminal uh, to a person and that person doesn't go to jail. So say, you know, he lost his scholarships and and all that stuff, uh, but he didn't spend any jail time uh, and you later come out and say, you know what, all of it was made up. You know, it was all a lie. I, no, uh, uh, I don't think you'll do time, right? There's no punishment because there was kind of like no harm, no foul, even though you kind of got the the life aspect messed up, but you didn't spend any time in jail. I think it just depends because those kids didn't spend any time in jail, but she got put away for two years. Uh, because of the loss. But again, the, okay. but then you have the other aspect of, if you want to bring it back way back, Brian Banks, 
who got accused of something and he went to jail for five years and then he, she came and visited him and admitted to him that he didn't do anything and he had recorded it and he got off, but she didn't have anything happen to her. So I think it just, each case is different depending yeah. on the situation. And he spent five years in jail. Wow. There's just, yeah. it, that's, that's the thing. And, and, it, and it, just to clarify, you always should believe for sure, yes. but we have to have proof for everything for things to go further because you should not just automatically lose your scholarship until the course has played through. I know everybody doesn't want to do that because it's your school looks bad and all that kind of stuff, but it looks bad too when player when something happens. And this, this is not just athletes. This is every person, whether it happens to a male or a female. It's not just because it, it goes both ways. Yeah, agreed. You crushed it damn man. Right. Well, I think that's a good place to end this week's podcast. I'm glad y'all finally let me let me get my question out there. God, yeah, ain't nothing like muting the supposed host. I hear God, <laughs> supposed host. <laughs> well, we mute him and he still talks. It just doesn't well, make any hey, sense. That's yeah. that's part of my power. So my superpowers <laughs> allow me to go through your puny mutes. <laughs> but we appreciate you guys tuning in, and don't Hopefully forget like we true LeBron fans. <laughs> that's right. Why, hello, RB34 wifey. Yeah, she made it on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In the background, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, we still well, doing it. They say you just made it on the podcast. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> there she is, the famous. Well, infamous at this point. Well, we will see you guys. Don't forget to tune in next week, uh, Monday, for another episode of Cinnamon Sugar Podcast. We you are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits.